we've learned, and of course the media's. <laughs> Look, don't let them fool you. They're scared. They're shaking in their boots right now about what the what the Republicans are doing. Now, look, I want to start off this way. Republicans have to impeach Joe Biden. They have to do it. Now, look, they really need a special counsel in this. They needed that a long time ago. And that's not going to happen, of course, because, but I'll tell you why. I mean, we don't live in a perfect world. That would be the great solution. It would be useful, except that it requires the participation of Merrick Garland. The attorney general, he's the one who sets the parameters for the investigation that the special counsel pursues. And it's Garland, the AG, who ultimately appoints the special counsel. It's the Justice Department, which appoints the special counsel. Like Mueller back in 2017, it was Rod Rosenstein, the deputy attorney general, who ultimately named Mueller special counsel. And of course, it was Rod Rosenstein, the deputy AG, who did it because you know, the AG, Jeff Sessions, well, he'd been recused, fired, if you if you want to say fired. Either way, he was gone. He was out the door because he was going to recuse himself from the, from the uh, Democrat witch hunt. Absurd. So Donald Trump had no protection. So Rod Rosenstein uh, appointed Mueller. I mean, it's just amazing to go back and look at what they did to Trump in 2017, as soon as he was elected with this, this phony baloney Trump-Russia collusion. And I would remind you, of course, that we heard more evidence today, again, for like the 10th time, of uh, real evidence against Joe Biden than we've heard in every single allegation, case, witch hunt, hoax, brought against, put out there by the media and Democrats against Donald Trump. And, you know, Republicans haven't called for a special counsel. I mean, you've heard some murmurings here and there. I've suggested they should do it, but I understand why also, as A4 mentioned. But, you know, they've pretty much come out and they've, they've made it clear they're going to do it themselves, Comer and the gang. And I, I, like I said, I don't blame them. And they seem legitimate. They seem serious. And look, they've done a bang up job. I mean, they really are doing as much as they possibly can. I do give them credit. Uh, I mean, despite the media's dismissal of what they have uncovered. So, you know, they don't want to hand this thing over to the corrupt Justice Department, so I, I can't say I blame them for that. And as I said, in an ideal world, yeah, you'd, you'd appoint a special counsel. It would have already been appointed long ago, of course, and they'd be putting together the case. But Republicans have to impeach Joe Biden now, and I'll tell you why it hasn't happened yet. I'll be honest with you. There are a lot of Republicans, some, who don't want to impeach Biden because they're deep staters. But there are others who genuinely, I believe, are concerned about this, but they're also equally concerned about the optics, about the 2024 election, and about the media response. And you can't control the media response. And this is what Republicans repeatedly get wrong time after time after time, which is they're worried about what the media is going to say. They can't control that. You can predict what they're going to say. You know what they're going to say. So develop a strategy to deal with that. You've got to overcome it every time if you're a Republican. So, you know, what are you talking about, Drew? Right? They're worried. Well, they're worried it might help Democrats. And you may be saying, shaking your head, though, that doesn't make any sense. Help Democrats. How could impeaching Biden help Democrats? I mean, look, again, I support impeachment, but I'm just going to go through this. So don't get me wrong. I'll make my case in a moment about why they need to impeach him. But first, I'll give you the other side. You know, if Republicans impeach Biden as the thinking goes... It might change the narrative. Well, it would certainly change the narrative that Trump is being persecuted in the sense that 
right now, the narrative is very clear. There's a witch hunt. There's a witch hunt against Donald Trump. It's unfair. It's, it's, it's one-sided. Uh, you know, Trump's being persecuted while real criminals like Biden, Hillary Clinton, many other Democrats, they walk free. And this is bolstering Trump's popularity. That is true. There's a very effective narrative, and it's a true narrative right now, that this 2024 election is about justice. I think that's important. It's emotional. It's going to get people to go to the polls. And so this is about reelecting Trump and sticking it to the corrupt deep state. And I think they want to hang on to that, and they're afraid of losing that narrative in some capacity. You don't have to agree with it. I certainly don't, but I understand it. Nothing's happened to Biden or Democrats. Not over their Trump-Russia collusion coup, not over anything. And that's powerful. That's motivating for a lot of people. So, you know, the theory is, again, and I say I'm not condoning this one, it's that perhaps it's better not to impeach Biden and take attention away from the Trump witch hunt. And, you know, Democrats, they've already begun gaslighting us to death, practically about this Biden investigation. The talking point's already out there. We know where the media is going to continue with this, whether into Hunter Biden or Joe Biden. They're saying, you know, it's Republicans who are conducting a witch hunt. We're wasting our time interfering in election. This is about revenge, you know, because Trump's such a bad guy and they tried to get him and now we just want to get that nonsense. We have the evidence. We have truth on our side, of course, but that is going to be the media Democrat counter narrative. It already is. Now, look, we know the impeachment isn't going to be successful in terms of actually securing a conviction. The Senate convicts. Remember, the House, which we have a majority in, they're responsible for introducing the articles of impeachment. Right? And then it goes to the Senate, and that's where the trial actually takes place. And in the Senate, you have a majority. It's a majority of Democrats. So, I mean, you don't even need a majority of Democrats. Republicans, rhinos like Romney, they're certainly going to join the Dems. So this impeachment is inevitably, if it goes forward, is going to end like Trump's two impeachments with a not guilty verdict. But it's important. It's important because it'll put the Democrats on defense, and we've seen them on defense all day today. They're already there. And I've got some clips to show you in a moment. They're scared. They are. I'm telling you, they're so fearful. Don't let them fool you. This scandal is bigger than Joe Biden. It now involves people like John Kerry and countless others. Devin Archer, who testified today, he was the fundraiser. I forgot the exact title, but he worked for John Kerry, bundling money for him, I believe it was. But he worked for John Kerry. And so if they impeach Joe Biden, the media will not be able to ignore the impeachment. They'll be scrambling. They'll be spending their time coming up with excuses and defending Biden, but they'll have to cover it. They'll have to go on the defense, and we have to keep them on the defense. We have to keep our boot on their necks and not the other way around. I am tired of being on the defense every day. You know it. I tell you that. I know you are too. We have to go on offense and do it hard, and we have. To, and this is the best way to do that. And, and, and I, I've said this, too, about the impeachment, the benefit of it. I've said this for months and months. And months. In fact, I've said it for years. I, I mean, I think I was one of the first people out there that actually wrote an article. It was published at, at American Greatness at the time that was called, I think, The Clear Case for Biden's Impeachment. It was about all these other things, even before we have all these new revelations, the border and so on and so forth, unconstitutionality. 
betraying his oath of office. And so the reason I promoted impeachment even back then, and it's even more prescient and important now, is that it will take away one of the Democrats' key and perhaps only campaign narratives for 2024. What am I talking about? They are gloating that Trump has been indicted for X, Y, Z. He's been indicted X this number of times. He's twice impeached, unlike Joe Biden. Right? As if this makes Joe Biden attractive. And if we impeach Joe Biden, they can't make this claim anymore that it's an unimpeached president that's clean as the wind driven snow against Donald Trump, who's the dirtiest, most indicted, most impeached president in U.S. history. And also importantly, Democrat voters will lose one of their talking points that they've been hanging on to to justify their support of the worst president, most corrupt president in U.S. history. It'll be humiliating for them. Biden can't run on his record, even though he continues to lie about it. All Biden has going for him in his mind and and Democrats' minds is that he's not Donald Trump. And the media is already trying. They're putting stories out there, softballs, trying to convince Americans what a good and decent guy Joe is, which means they have to show footage where he's not around underage girls, where he's sniffing their hair and fondling them. So they got to keep him around, you know, grown men. You know, puts a paraplegics in the room or something like that and have him give him a hug. You know, that's the kind of thing they're after now. And, you know, we know that's not true. Joe Biden is human scum. His family is human scum. This is a scumbag of scumbags. The king scumbag is Joe Biden. And by the way, why do you think Joe Biden is suddenly acknowledging his seventh granddaughter. I think it's a seventh granddaughter, the one that his son Hunter had with the former adult dancer. He's ignored, denied this this poor child's existence. They fought to prevent her from even using the Biden name. And now all of a sudden, after years of denying this, well, Biden is now making an effort to go on media and acknowledge that he has seven granddaughters. Because people knew, people knew this didn't sit well with people. It blew the cover of this myth out there, this lie that Joe Biden is such a good and decent guy. It wasn't a good look. So they're trying to scrub his image now. They're trying to scrub, scrub, scrub. But they can scrub till their hands are bloody and he still won't won't be clean. And I think Democrats realize their plan is backfiring. I really do genuinely believe this. It's not working all these uh, witch hunts against Trump. Trump's support is growing. That's a fact. Enough Americans know. Enough do. Enough do. Now, we've got to keep fighting like hell. But, you know, I, there is cause to be optimistic out there. And they're putting out another lie, of course, to say what? You've heard this, I'm sure. If you haven't, you're going to hear it here now. Trump isn't running because he wants to be president. He's running to stay out of jail. That's nonsense. And I've been telling you this for years now. Democrats know Trump can win because Democrats know that Trump would have won in 2020 if they hadn't rigged the election. You have to absolutely do mental gymnastics to convince yourself that all this is about helping Trump secure the nomination, that Democrats are attacking Trump, persecuting him, trying to put him in jail to help him. That's not true. They fear Donald Trump. They do. So Republicans have to impeach him. You tune out the media, focus on the truth and doing what's right, getting justice. 
pursuing the truth because the Justice Department's not doing it. And this is effective. And you're seeing that today with a blowback. Democrats are scrambling. They're scared. I've got a clip of Dan Goldman, a congressman. He's the Adam Schiff in this particular investigation. Adam Schiff, of course, went out and lied to the media to attack Trump and justify the Trump-Russia witch hunt and so on and so forth. And this guy, Goldman, is out there lying to cover up for Joe Biden. And remember this, too, about the Trump impeachments. They were not about getting a conviction. The Democrats weren't going to get a conviction because we controlled the Senate. They knew they wouldn't succeed. I mean, Nancy Pelosi, if you'll recall, if you go back, she was dragging her feet. They weren't so sure about doing it. But ultimately, they decided that they wanted to call him impeached. It was about giving the sense of wrongdoing, about sullying his image, his brand, if you will. So anyway, so what did we learn from Devin Archer's testimony? Well, first, and importantly, we learned, or rather it was confirmed for the hundredth time, that Joe Biden lied and continues to lie when he claims he never talked to his son about his foreign business dealings. Now, this is damning enough. This lie alone, while this particular lie is not criminal, it's enough to sink a campaign and pursue the truth, right? What else is he lying about? Why was he lying about this? Because there was wrongdoing, and he didn't want that to be out there. He didn't. It was all a cover-up from the beginning. So Archer testified that Joe Biden got on the speakerphone with Biden's foreign business associates more than 20 times. And it's amazing. I'll play a clip in a minute of, of, of Goldman and the media. I mean, what their response to this. Now they're trying to come up with an excuse and a justification for this. Oh, yeah, that's totally normal. He was on speakerphone with the foreign. So, I mean, now they're just moving on. I, I, we, you know, I already established they've already tried to move on from this. They went from, you know, you had Karine Jean-Pierre the other day ignoring a question about when she was asked, well, you know, Joe Biden, he, he's been saying that he didn't know about Hunter's business, foreign business dealings, and now he seems he does. She ignored it. She didn't answer the question. She said, Joe Biden was not involved with Joe with Hunter Biden. And this is the big fear. This is what they're afraid of because this brings the House of Cards crashing down around them. This is the corruption. This is the fact that Joe Biden was in, intimately involved. He was behind this. He was involved because he was shaking these people down to enrich his family. And that's why the media is still pushing this narrative that the Republicans haven't proven yet. They can't prove that this is tied to Joe Biden. Well, why was he on the phone more than 20 times, according to Devin Archer? So another thing, he said that uh, Archer said that Burisma pressured Biden in December of 2015 to deal with the Ukrainian prosecutor investigating Burisma. Bang! Right there in the open, clear as day. We know that too. So he confirmed the reason why Hunter was on Burisma's board. Protection, he said they were buying the brand. And that brand was Biden, right? And that brand shielded them from facing corruption charges. Hunter was brought on while Burisma was under investigation. They were a crooked company. And this Ukrainian investigator was looking into them. And Burisma paid Hunter Biden over a million dollars a year for access to Joe Biden, and then pressure Joe Biden to get this Ukrainian prosecutor fired. So there you go. It's so clear. It's so obvious. So now, now, so the media has continued to push this. There's still no connection to Joe Biden. And I'm going to play this clip of, of Dan Goldman for you. Here's his response after the testimony. <laughs> Just try not to laugh too hard. So to confirm, you're saying that the speakerphone conversations they don't seem concerning to you because there is no specifics about business 
it just seemed like it was clear that it was clear that, that it was part of the daily conversations that hunter biden had with his father um and it was and and sounded like most of the time uh now president biden didn't even know who the people he was at dinner he was just asked to say hello uh, and he would, you know, talk about the, the way he described it several times. They asked over and over and over. He described what the weather was, how, uh, how, what's going on on your end. He, the, the witness was very, very consistent that none of those conversations ever had to do with any business dealings or transactions. They were purely what he called casual conversations. Don, he didn't even know about the business dealings, nothing about them. To now, we have Joe Biden was on the speakerphone more than 20 times with Hunter Biden's foreign business associates. And now they're saying, without skipping a beat, without acknowledging that they've been lying for Joe Biden all this time, saying he didn't even know about the business. So now he knows about the business dealings, but he's just having a casual conversation. That's right. That's totally normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on the phone with my business partners, more than 20 of them. And more than 20 times, I put them on speakerphone to make sure that they can talk to my father, Joe Biden, who's in the room with me. This is lie after lie on top of lie on top of lie. There are so many lies here, they have nowhere to go. There's, I mean, they're incapable. I mean, it's just, it's such a flimsy house of cards now. And they're just trying to maintain this, this artifice, artifice that there was no wrongdoing here when it's right in front of our faces right in front of our faces. And so the media is going to lie like this Goldman fellow in Congress, who's the Adam Schiff uh, protector, Praetorian guard for the Biden family here, who has no virtue, no morality whatsoever. And they're just going to run with this lie. No, no, there's no evidence still. In fact, I'll play a clip for you now. Here's the media's response. This is how disgraceful the media is in all this. Listen to their response overall. It's, It's like a minute long. Listen. So far, they have been not able to prove any evidence here of wrongdoing. House GOP members continue to try and link Hunter's business dealings to the president, though they have yet to produce any concrete evidence. Now, it is important to keep in mind, while Republicans believe that there is a tie between Hunter Biden's business dealings and the president himself, they have yet to provide any hard evidence that the president himself has done anything wrong. There is no evidence. Uh, they are. They're, they're going to make the accusation. They're going to accuse them of all sorts of stuff. Whether they have the evidence or not. Correct. And Republicans have not tied the president, uh, Joe Biden, to profiteering from them. You know, they didn't have the evidence yet. No. Where's the evidence? There is no evidence of any wrongdoing by the president. There is today zero evidence, zero evidence that Joe Biden, the president of the United States, knew about what his son was doing. And if the president of the United States committed the kind of offenses that in the Republican fever dreams they're saying he committed without any evidence, there is at this point zero, zero evidence that Joe no evidence, but didn't say anything and allowed this to go on. Democrats knew there was no evidence because they invented it. It was a hoax created by the Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee. And they pursued that. Quid pro quo. There was no crime. But they impeached Joe Biden over a phone call. And as I was probably one of the first to tell you, we know why. We know why. He was over the target. And they had to respond with that type of just radical, radical response, extreme response, because he was close. He was close. And anybody who gets close to sniffing around this, the bad things happen to them. 
So there you have a montage of the media just humiliating themselves, totally humiliating themselves. No evidence. Yeah, there's no evidence except for the, you know, 20 shell companies that we know about. There's no evidence except all the money that was put into the Biden family accounts, multiple family members. There's no evidence except numerous numerous individuals who have testified to the FBI and told them that Joe Biden pressured Burisma and shook them down for 5 million plus 5 million, 5 million to Joe, 5 million to Hunter in order to get the prosecutor fired looking into Burisma. No, there's no evidence except for the fact that we have Joe Biden himself at the Council on Foreign Relations bragging about how he threatened to withhold $1 billion in military aid to Ukraine if they didn't fire Victor Shokin. We have no evidence except for a phone call that was recorded between Joe Biden and the then president of Ukraine, Poroshenko, in which Poroshenko tells Joe Biden that he, he, he got rid of him, he got rid of Victor Shokin, the lead prosecutor, even though he couldn't find any evidence that Shokin was a dirty guy. Shokin wasn't corrupt. He was clean. But you told me to fire him and threaten to withhold aid, so I did it. So we have the phone call. We have the bank accounts. We have testimony to the FBI by a confidential human source who was utilized and trusted by the Obama administration before. We have the individual that the Democrats have similarly tried to disparage and destroy and attack his credibility, the individual who went missing, who now they're charging as being a foreign agent for doing the exact same thing that Hunter Biden did, not registering under FARA as a foreign agent. This guy, they are trying to arrest and do whatever they're doing to him now after he laid out all of this same information. So we have multiple witnesses corroborating all of this, what happened. We have Joe Biden telling superficially on the surface what happened. And now we have the background of why it happened, why Hunter Biden was on the board, because they were buying the Biden brand, they were seeking protection. We have all of this, and they say there's no evidence. But they investigated Trump for two years with a special counsel, Mueller, over a PP tape that didn't exist because it didn't happen. I mean, this is outrageous. So you see, I think they have to impeach him because the American people, enough of us, enough, of, enough, of Amer- enough Americans are not stupid. They're going to see through this. And we know there's evidence, and we have to keep the pressure on them. We have to absolutely keep the pressure on and not let this go away. And the time to strike is now. We cannot lose momentum here. We have to keep the momentum up. And there is no reason why Trump can't be reelected in 2024. This is the biggest scandal in American history, and we just have to have the chutzpah, the balls, the cojones to actually see it through, to deal with the media. Screw the media. Look what they did to Trump with Trump-Russia collusion, with quid pro quo, with J6. We know what the media is going to do. Screw the media. Put them on defense. Let them sit there and put Goldman on TV every single night, denying all of this, lying, humiliating himself, embarrassing himself, while all all the while continuing to pursue this impeaching him, bringing in more people in front of the American public. Because remember, that's what the impeachments were about with the Democrats as well. They were just public displays. They were public displays. And while all this stuff is going on with Donald Trump, trying to keep him in the media as being the bad guy, we can't have that. We need to We need a counter-narrative, and this is the counter-narrative, and it's factual, and it's true. And the Democrats cannot escape this. They cannot escape this. This is too big to escape. They can lie. They can do what they're going to do. 
But unless we put the pressure on and unless we come up with articles of impeachment and we bring this to the Senate and have a trial, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, look, I I mean, the same thing. You have Bill Clinton who, you know, you you know what happened in the Oval Office with Monica Lewinsky, who was, you know, in her early 20s while he was president with the dress. He committed perjury and he was impeached. And he was exonerated, even though he was guilty. So you can't control what's going to happen in the Senate. And we, we, I can tell you right now, he's not going to be found guilty, more than likely. But why would you not bring that anyway? It's in the best interest of the country to do this. It's the right thing. And it will actually set us up for better success, even more success in 2024. Because again, this is the biggest scandal in American history. And if we continue investigating this, I am telling you, it's, it's so much bigger than Joe Biden. It involves so many more people, and we're just scratching the surface. Remember, all of this with Devin Archer has not— this is all about Burisma still, which is like the low-hanging fruit at this point. This doesn't get into China corruption. This doesn't get into the money he took from the Romanians. I mean, I, I, think, it, I think Devin Archer today also corroborated the Moscow story. You know, uh, Hunter Biden took money from the former mayor of uh, Moscow's wife, a million bucks. I mean, this guy— He's sold out his country everywhere he can, everywhere he can. And all of this persecution of Trump is about covering up that crime. So that's what we have to do here. That's what we have to do. All right. I just want to get you caught up with that. It's another shorter episode here. I'm doing it late at night again when I can, uh, just to keep you informed. I'm trying to be more consistent, even if they're shorter, uh, but I'm not doing a rush job. I'm trying to do my due diligence. I want to make sure that, you know, I, I value your time. And I appreciate and I am grateful to you and I owe you the truth and I owe you effort and I owe you a good show. And so I hope I continue to deliver that for you, even if it's shorter right now. Um, I'm going through the final stages of my book right now. It's, it's tentatively titled and they, the, the publisher likes it. It's going to be called um, America's Last Stand. Will you vote to save or destroy America in 2024? And I'm hoping with your help, uh, that'll be a great success, not really just for me, but for the country, because that's why I wrote it. And that's why I put the time in. Um, and, and so I'll keep you updated with all of that. But this is Drew Allen, your millennial, millennial minister of truth. God bless you all. And until next time.